0: Salman Rushdie, whose novel The Satanic Verses drew death threats from Iran's leader in the 1980s, was stabbed in the neck and abdomen by a man who rushed the stage as the author was about to give a lecture in western New York. A blooded Rushdie, 75, was flown to a hospital and underwent surgery. His agent, Andrew Wiley, said the writer was temporarily placed on a ventilator and had a damaged liver, severed nerves in his arm, and an eye that he was likely to lose. The attack was a blatant action. Promoted by the despicable Iranian government over a book. The freedoms of American citizens must be protected at all costs against rogue nations like Iran. This is your host, AC, of The War on Report, and we'll discuss this after a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. Police identified the attacker as Heidi Modar, 24 of Fairview, New Jersey. He was arrested at the scene and was awaiting arraignment. Modar was born a decade after the Satanic Verses was published. The motive for the attack was unclear, State Police Major Eugene Szczanski said. An Associated Press reporter witnessed the attacker confront Rushdie on stage at the institution and stab or punch him 10 to 15 times as he was being introduced. The author was pushed or fell to the floor and the man was arrested. Dr. Martin Haskell, a physician who was among those who rushed to help, described Rushdie's wounds as serious but recoverable event moderator henry reese 73 a co-founder of an organization that offers residencies to writers facing persecution was also attacked reese suffered a facial injury and was treated and released from the hospital police said he and Rushdie were due to discuss the united states as a refugee for writers and other artists in exile a state trooper and a county sheriff's deputy was assigned to Rushdie's lecture and state police said the trooper made the arrest. But after the attack, some longtime visitors to the center questioned why there wasn't tighter security for the event, given the decades of threats against Rushdie and a bounty on his head, offering more than $3 million to anyone who kills him. Rabbi Charles Segner was among the roughly 2,500 people in the audience. Amid gas, spectators were ushered out of the outdoor amphitheater. The assailant ran onto the platform and started pounding on Mr. Rusty. At first, you're like, what's going on? And then it became abundantly clear in a few seconds that he was being beaten. Sevener said, he said the attack lasted about 20 seconds. Another spectator, Kathleen James, said the attacker was dressed in black with a black mask. We thought perhaps it was part of a stunt to show that there's still a lot of controversy around this author. But it became evident in a few seconds that it wasn't, she said. Matter, like other visitors, had obtained a pass to enter the institution's 750-acre grounds, Michael Hill, the president of the nonprofit Education Center and Resort, said. The suspect's attorney, public defender Nathan O'Baron, said he was still gathering information and declined to comment. Matter's home was blocked off by the authorities. The stabbing reverberated from the tranquil town of Chappaquica to the United Nations, which issued a statement expressing U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres' horror and stressing that free expression and opinion should not be met with violence. From the White House, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan described the attack as reprehensible and said the Biden administration wished Rushdie a quick recovery. This act of violence is appalling, Sullivan said in a statement. We're thankful to good citizens and first responders for helping Mr. Rushdie so quickly after the attack and to law enforcement for its swift and effective work, which is ongoing. Rusty had been a prominent spokesman for the free expression in liberal causes, and the literary world recurled at what Ian McCown, a novelist and Rusty's friend, described as an assault on freedom and thought and speech. Salmon has been an inspirational defender of persecuted writers and journalists across the world, McCown said in a statement. He is a fiery and generous spirit. A man of immense talent and courage, and he will not be deterred. PEN America CEO Susan Nossel said the organization didn't know of any comparable act of violence against a literary writer in the U.S. Rushdie was once president of the group, which advocates for writers and for expression. Rushdie's 1988 novel was viewed as blasphemous by many Muslims who saw a character as an insult to the Prophet Muhammad, among other objections. Across the Muslim world, often violent protests erupted against Rushdie, who was born in India to a Muslim family. At least 45 people were killed in riots over the book, including 12 people in Rushdie's hometown of Mumbai. In 1991, a Japanese translator of the book was stabbed to death, and an Italian translator survived a knife attack. In 1993, the book's Norwegian publisher was shot three times and survived. The book was banned in Iran, where the late leader, Grand Atola Rodol Khomeini issued a 1989 fatwa, or edict, calling for Rushdie's death. Khomeini died that same year. Iran's current supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, has never issued a fatwa of his own, withholding the edict, though Iran in recent years hasn't focused on the writer, Iran's mission to the United Nations did not immediately respond to requests for comment on Friday's attack, which led to an evening news bulletin and Iran State Television. The death threats and bounty led Rushdie to go into hiding under a British government protection program, which included a round-the-clock armed guard. Rushdie emerged after nine years of seclusion and cautiously resumed more public appearances, maintaining his outspoken criticism of religious extremism overall. He said in a 2012 talk in New York that terrorism is really the art of fear. The only way you can defeat it is to by deciding not to be afraid, he said anti rusty sentiment has lingered long after Khomeini's decree. The Index on Censorship, an organization promoting free expression, said money was raised to boost the reward for his killing as recently as 2016. An Associated Press journalist who went to the Tehran offices in the 15 Khourad Foundation, which put up the millions of dollars of bounty on Rusty, found it closed Friday night on the Iranian weekend. No one answered calls or its listed telephone number. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres was appalled to learn of the attack on Rusty, said in no case should violence ever come across those with their freedoms of opinion and expression. Rusty rose to prominence with his Booker Prize winning 1981 novel, Midnight's Children, but his name became known around the world after the Satanic Verses widely regarded as one of Britain's finest living writers. He was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II in 2008, and earlier this year was made members of the Order of Champions of Honor, a royal accolade for people who have made a major contribution to the arts, science, or public life. In a tweet, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson had noted him for his works he had done in the literary world. The center that he was speaking at is known for its summertime lecture series where Rushdie had spoken before. At an evening visual, a few hundred residents and visitors gathered for prayer, music, and a long moment of silence. Hate can't win, one man shouted. The Iranian response has been uh, pretty muted. uh, Iranians reacted with praise and worry Saturday over the attack on novelist Rushdie, the target of decades of fatwa by the late supreme leader. It remains unclear why Rushdie's attacker identified police as a of Fairview, New Jersey, had stabbed the author. But in Tehran, some willing to speak to the Associated Press offered praise for the attack, targeting a writer they believed tarnished the Islam faith with his 1988 book. I don't know Salman Rushdie, but I am happy to hear that he was attacked since he insulted Islam, said Reza Amari, a 27-year-old delivery man, in Iran. The Warren report says, this attack on an American citizen must not go unanswered by the Biden administration. It must be shown that any act against American citizens by rogue nations like Iran will not be tolerated. We promote freedom all around the world and that includes individual freedom to write books. The fact that this attacker was motivated by the Iranian government who celebrated this attack is a disgusting display of cowardice that cannot be accepted. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.